Hello you, Alvern here from the Success Unscrambled podcast. Would you like a handful of Pinterest SEO tips to get better results for your Pinterest business account? If you're a regular visitor to my blog or a listener to my podcast, you know I love talking about Pinterest. Why? Well, apart from the fact there are over 9 million users on the platform, Pinterest is a great platform for bloggers and businesses alike to grow your blog or website traffic. It should not, or it should, yeah, it should not be uh, the only platform that you use um, to achieve your traffic results. As you can imagine, there are several other ways that you can um, acquire users, acquire leads, acquire sales, obtain le- uh, leads, um, other other um, platforms that you can use could include the likes of Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, SEO as in search engine optimization from um, the likes of Google, as well as LinkedIn to generate leads for your business. The thing is, do you know which platform is best for your business? If you're not sure, then feel free to sign up for one of my digital marketing consultations um, using the link in the show notes or the blog post. And I will go over with you um, what you're currently doing, what your objectives are, and then sort of advise you what you can uh, do to gain traction uh, from which platforms. The other question I have for you then is, would you like to get started with Pinterest marketing? If you know that Pinterest is a place um, that you would like to um, advertise or market your content. And if you're looking for someone to create your Pinterest business account for you or manage your Pinterest business account, feel free to look up my Pinterest marketing uh, packages uh, following the link in the show notes or blog post. So let's spend a little bit of time going over um, these awesome or sneaky (laughs) Pinterest SEO tips. All right, so let's take a look at the first one, which is Pinterest boards. And if you're not familiar with Pinterest, I'm so sorry about that, but you can listen along and uh, take some notes in the back of your mind so you know what, um, you know, what you can, what is the, the sort of the lay of the land is when it comes to Pinterest. And if you don't already know, Pinterest boards are those things that the pins sit on. So if you've ever seen a Pinterest pin, all Pinterest pin belong to a board and all boards Um, belong to an account so hence you have a Pinterest business account which is filled with boards and each board has pins or should have (laughs) pins on it Uh, you can have boards that can be secret so nobody else has access to that board except yourself or you can have them open to the public so let's look at the anatomy of the Pinterest board each board has um, a title a description 
they belong to a category or you can have it in not, not belonging to a category but it makes sense to uh, make sure you have it aligned to a category and of course each board will contain pins I have included a visual of my primary Pinterest board called the best of success unscrambled so you can see what that looks like uh, you'd see that there is a title and a description obviously the title is the name of the board and to sort of if you look at the if you get a chance to look at the um, show notes you'd see that these this set of jumble words that's um, all in containing a sort of the description and when I click on the edit button uh, on my Pinterest board I'm able to see the name the description and the category and the option to add a cover now many people or many board owners on Pinterest would add board covers to their board. Um, the issue that we found as Pinterest marketers is that Pinterest change, keep changing the rules and sizes of, their, of the board covers. So you have to keep adjusting your board covers, spending time doing that. And, and personally, I find the platform already very con consuming, not necessarily confusing, but time consuming enough to be spending time, um, you know, redoing the covers for my um, Pinterest board and as far as I remember I've probably lost count at this moment I have over 40 boards on Pinterest and that of course includes secret boards <laughs> the most important thing you need to remember um, is to do your keyword research um, before giving your board titles description and assigning them to a category uh, your Pinterest SEO research will give you um, keywords that people are looking for um, based on the, the challenges that they're facing. Um, and then you can narrow down, obviously, your board uh, names and board descriptions according to your niche. Which brings us nicely to the next uh, Pinterest SEO tip, which is keyword research. Um, what I consider to be the most popular of all of the Pinterest SEO tips is keyword research. Um, if you've never done keyword research before, basically when you go to Google and type in something in the search, especially if it's two or three or four words long, we call that keyword research. Sometimes people type in a whole long question. It's kind of still keyword research, but it's, it's more like a question research. And if you're not too sure what people are searching for to find the information that you have available for them, one of the best places to start is, you've guessed it, <laughs> the Pinterest platform. Uh, the reason why uh, keyword research is important is because the likes of the search engines like Google, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and Facebook, they use it in order to, um, well, I guess people use it to find things on those particular platforms and they use it to organize that sort of information. Obviously, the ones like uh, Google search engines use heavy algorithms. So it's like a huge, big library of information and they need to index that information properly. And it's based obviously on relevancy. And the reason why um, this, what you call the spiders know where to find that information or if the information that was presented um, by content marketers on the search engine is correct is because when people 
for example, type in a keyword research, for example, you type in something like uh, lead generation or how to do lead generation and the results, they click into results and without reading the results themselves, they click the back button. That is how um, the likes of uh, Google knows whether that the information you provided is relevant or not. And that happens as well, believe it or not, on Pinterest. So when you put the information on the pin and people click through from your pin to your website or your blog, and instead of spending time reading that information, they click the back button, um, Pinterest knows um, not to send them there again because information either isn't relevant or isn't relevant enough or is different from what is written on the pin or something like that. So they rank you your pins based on that algorithm as well. So I just want to give you an example um, what I want you to do when you get a chance. I know this is a podcast that you're listening to. Go into the sort of the likes of um, Google. I know Google has voice search as well and search for um, something like lead generation ideas and you'd see the list of possible results. Sometimes you'd see results from YouTube, from Facebook, from Pinterest, from Twitter, lots of results there. Hence the reason why when, you, um, when you're doing keyword research, you make sure you cater for all of these different social media uh, search engine and other platforms out there. I did the research myself and I do have a screenshot of that research in the show notes. And you would see that there are four, sort of top, in the top four results, there are um, the likes of Pinterest uh, is someone has a, um, a result on Pinterest that matches that keyword. I did click into it and it brought me to a Pinterest board. And unfortunately, the Pinterest board of sort of pins that didn't quite specifically give me the results I wanted. I didn't click the back button straight away. But I was curious to find out, to find all this different information, but it wasn't necessarily relevant. And it probably is an opportunity for someone out there to go and um, optimize their Pinterest board or Pinterest pins for that particular keyword research. Two of the best other tools available um, apart from Pinterest to do keyword research are two third-party tools which I'll go into next uh, but before I do that I wanted to um, help you understand how to do keyword research on Pinterest so you go into once you're on the Pinterest feed the Pinterest smart feed it's called which is the area um, when you first log in normally not not your profile section but outside of that where you have all these pins from people, what they call suggestion. Um, Pinterest produces a, a smart smart feed with suggested pins that you might be interested in. You go into that feed at the top in the search bar, you type in the word, like our keyword that we're looking for today is lead generation ideas. And when you um, get back the results, you'll notice that there is these colorful tiles across the, the sort of width of the page. Um, starting from the most relevant or the most searched for phrase. So normally it would be like, for example, in my case, if I put in the word lead generation on the sort of phrase 
two key, two words, lead generation on its own. From left to right, it, the, the keywords or the associated words with that phrase, I have ideas, um, real estate, marketing, search engine, etc., etc. Um, but that is it based on relevancy. So to give you the top 10 and what you can do then is um, either use all of those keywords, especially if it's a relevant to your niche. Um, but as it stands right there, all of those wouldn't be relevant to my particular niche, maybe not yours because they actually spanned across several different niches. So you might want to drill down some more and type in uh, lead generation ideas. The point then in this particular exercise is you found some keywords that you can use uh, to develop your Pinterest pins, boards and account. So what are you waiting for? <laughs> Go away and get your Pinterest keyword research completed. Next up, I know we are only number three and I'm sending you away to get your Pinterest uh, keyword research done. Um, before you go away, we still have about, uh, let's see, six of them left, perhaps maybe seven. I've lost count now. So next up, we have uh, Keyword Finder and, and SEMrush. I know I mentioned this in a, a, a few podcasts ago, this particular one called Keyword Finder, or KW Finder, as it's called. Um, but I wanted to highlight it today because, like I mentioned, you're not doing Pinterest SEO um, keyword research uh, on Pinterest platform alone because you want to make sure you appear in searches in Google, in Facebook, in Twitter, etc. So you want to know what people are searching for, generally speaking. Hence the reason why KW Finder comes in really handy here. I place the same keyword. I'm going to keep it consistent in terms of results into Keyword Finder. And if you were paying attention to the last one, uh, what you need to do then after you get the results is go and filter the results by the um, least competitive uh, keywords. And I've done that and I've put placed a screenshot in the show notes. So you can have a look there and see if you're happy enough um, with the results that show up there. Well, not necessarily that you're going to use that particular phrase, but you're happy enough to see uh, what uh, those particular results would look like for you finding the least competitive um, keywords. So my results have things like generating sales leads ideas, get leads, lead gen marketing, etc. I've also conducted the same research in uh, SEMrush, so SEMrush, and I've placed a screenshot there in the show notes. And you can go and have a look. The um, results I got back uh, had a competition, of, a very low competition, actually, very surprisingly. Um, so I'm not 100% sure if, this, if, you know, I probably got it wrong, but I, it looks absolutely correct. So the, the three results I got back there was Legion Ideas um, and a few others. So you may want to take a closer look at that. But the idea here is the how. I'm showing you how to go about um, doing your keyword research to get results, to find the least competitive words so that your, your website, your blog can rank um, within a six month period of time uh, in the search engines and probably most likely in a, uh, 
I don't know, a week to three weeks on Pinterest because Pinterest ranking is quite simple when compared to a standard uh, search engines. So the idea behind the keyword research is you go off and you find between 50 and 100 keywords. And then you group those keywords into subcategories. Um, and then you figure out if, say, for example, you have um, 25 subcategories. Those 25 subcategories will then make up your 25 um, Pinterest boards. And the Pinterest boards then will contain probably four or five initial keywords. And then you'll expand um, on each of those boards until you probably fill up the board with 25 pins um, with your specific content. Um, if it is you still need assistance around Pinterest, I do offer Pinterest strategy sessions and I've included a link to those in my in the show notes so you can you know avail of them just click on the link and follow the instructions on that it will help you get better traffic leads and eventually obviously results for your business um, and especially now that you know a little bit more about keyword research both looking for keywords on Pinterest as well as using third-party tools I can't wait to hear about your results so next up we have the number of pins so just to focus on now, because you know we, before we've gotten lost now, we're discussing so many things now. Number of pins kind of can sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Boost your rankings um, of, your, of your boards, of your Pinterest boards um, on Pinterest. And don't worry if you hate maths and you're not as analytical as, you know, many of us or some of us should I say and you hate mathematics and all of that not to worry at all this is not too technical you can hand over this work to someone else who enjoys that like me um, or anyone else who enjoys uh, marketing and figures and analytics and all of that happiness however for your sake it is good for you to know things like the maximum amount of boards you can have on Pinterest, the maximum amount of pins. Um, for example, Pinterest allows every account to have up to a maximum of 500 boards. Now, I don't think you would ever get up to 500 boards, but just in case, letting you know that you can do 500 boards. And then in total, your account should not exceed more than 200,000 pins. And I'm thinking like, my goodness, that is a lot of pins. It is a lot of pins. But I've met some Pinterest marketers who has boards. Um, well, I guess group boards, you know, public group boards or collaborating boards do have something like 20,000, 26,000 pins. Um, but if you, just, you have your own boards with 20,000 pins on it alone, after 10 boards, you've exceeded the 200,000 figure. So just bear that in mind when you're getting happy and creating all these pins and boards. If you're competing for the number one spot for a specific phrase or keyword, if you, for example, see that you're number three, most likely the reason that you're number three or number four or five, the boards, or oh, sorry, to the boards, the pins that are ahead of you uh, in ranking could have um, uh, more more of more I guess what's the word I'm looking for more pins I guess so the boards the pins that are ahead of you can belong to boards that have more pins on it if that makes sense to get you all confused 
So like I said in the beginning, Pinterest boards all have pins or pins belong to Pinterest boards. So you might see five boards ranking for keyword ideas, oh, sorry, Pinterest, um, <laughs> lead generation ideas. Um, you might be ranking number fifth and there are four people ahead of you. And the reason why you're at number fifth could be a number of reasons, but the one I'm focusing on for this particular section is the number of pins, i.e. your number five and the board that you belong to may have, say, 100 pins. And the other people who are number first, second, third, and fourth place might belong to a board that have 1,000 pins or, you know, 100,000 pins or more pins than the, the board that your particular pin belongs to. And that's one of the reasons why you may rank lower compared to pins that are ahead of you in ranking. There are other things, but we're going to do those a little later on. Um, so if you look at the example that I've put in the show notes, I've I typed in the word lead generation ideas and you have um, five pins in the results there. And I, ch I checked those pins that were sort of the top three pins. And what I discovered, very hilarious, is the third pin uh, in the ranking actually belongs to a pin on my board, which is not my pin. It's a pin that I repinned to one of my boards. So it belongs to someone else and I repinned that pin. And it's ranking number three. And I think it was hilarious because um, I just, I guess I just didn't realize it. And obviously I don't benefit, I might benefit from the, tra the, the traffic coming to my account, but not to my site, if that makes sense, because um, I'm ranking number one for that particular keyword. Interesting thing is when I checked the pins that were number one and number two spot, they didn't necessarily have a board with the, those keywords, um, but they actually had more um, pins on their board than my board itself. Hence the reason why I'm the pin that I repinned is ranking in number three. But it's great to know, you know, that <laughs> the pin I repinned is in number three position. All right. So next up then we have number of followers. And as you can imagine, uh, like I said, there are a number of things that can cause your pin to rank number one, number two, number three, number 10, uh, or other pins to rank ahead of you. And that one other thing could be number of followers number of followers not on the pin but number of number of followers on the board so the board is is sort of like the central hub for where everything happens on a pinterest account a board dictates you know what a pin ranks the number of uh, pins on the board number of followers on the board sort of dictates where that pin will eventually rank uh, based on the, the uh, um, optimization of that particular board and I'm so sorry if you hate this kind of stuff. It's of absolutely no interest to you. The most important thing is you need to know this. If you plan to use Pinterest marketing at some point in your life or business life, you would find that, and obviously Pinterest changes their rules all the time. But as of now, as of the last six months, um, what causes you to rank really well um, compared to others could be the number of pins on the board and the number of followers following that particular board. Um, and the reason why I know that for sure, remember I was talking about the pin that was ranking number three. When I check on the one that is number two and number one, this pin that's ranking just ahead of me actually has 23,000 
followers following that board, which gives it rank. And the, the, the very strange thing about this, right, is the board it's ranking on uh, is labeled with the name marketing products, which is nothing to do with lead generation ideas. And it has football jerseys and soccer balls and all of that for sale. It has nothing to do with <laughs> lead gen ideas. But anyway, the weighting is coming from the amount of followers that's following that board. I did include a screenshot in the show notes. So you can take a look at that. Um, if you're taking notes, ensure that your boards are optimized, like I said before, um, and that you continue to grow the number of followers on your board. I know a lot of people say, oh, the number of followers, you know, following your, your account doesn't really matter. But actually the boards, the followers that follow your boards actually help giving it, give it the weighting for ranking on Pinterest. Up next is number five, which is check, uh, checking your pin rankings, which is something that I did a little bit earlier because I was checking, I was checking for one specific keywords. But in this section, it's actually not just checking for a specific keyword, but checking to see how many phrases or keywords your pin actually ranks for. So you might figure out, okay, um, your pin might be labeled, for example, I don't know, designer handbags. And because designer handbags, for example, is a very competitive term, you might be able to rank that uh, pin for something else that isn't as competitive, but it's as relevant to um, your Pinterest audience. So you would, you, I mean, I know we, Pinterest doesn't really have a really good um, SEO analytics tool. Tailwind doesn't have it. Booster doesn't have it. None of them actually check. They just know, you just know that your your pins get up to say, your pin gets 5,000 impressions in the last uh, 60 days or 30 days or 12 days or how much ever it is. But you don't actually know impressions um, based on which keywords or which hashtags or anything like that. You just have no idea. All you can do is guess. But you can check individual rankings. So say, for example, it is a specific campaign that you're running for the for, like for example you have a web uh, webinar that's happening and you want to make sure that your um, pins that you're running for the webinar are ranking for say five or six different keywords because you want to capture as much traffic as possible and the way to do that is just go in individually and type in each keyword see where your pin is ranking and, and then follow it over a period of say six to eight months um, because by the time the pin gets to six months you know it will either die off or um, it will actually will keep there, but you'll know, actually it's probably times when you take a pin three weeks to run, but anyway, you get my point. Check, 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 um, and see where it, it's ranking. Uh, I know it's, it's kind of annoying to do all this research manually, but unless of course you, it's not really important where you rank um, for you, you, you'd want to um, to check the rankings of your pins. So if you remember, we did uh, in the previous section um, the keyword lead generation ideas. So what I did, I took um, one of the sort of more niche specific um, keyword phrases and I typed in lead generation ideas real estate. And guess what? The pin I repinned is the one that came in at number one because that pin uh, has real estate written on it. So what you'd want to do when you've 
you know finish with the podcast go and have a look at the, the show notes or the blog post and you'll see all the different examples the screenshots everything is there um and remember to i know i've covered this not necessarily today but i've covered this in previous podcasts remember to create new images for your pins all the time because obviously your old blog post would continue to get love number seven is secret boards so secret boards can come in very very handy say for example um you are a listener to the podcast you've never done pinterest before and you have 300 blog posts um ranging over i don't know say a three-year or two-year one-year period and you want to create boards for all of these um, 300 plus pins which is fine one of the key ways to bring all of this content uh, onto the pinterest platform is not to just dump them all in at the same time 300 plus pins what you would need to do is to pin them or upload them to secret boards and you can either manually pin them from the secret board uh, onto the relevant board or you can get um, board booster to automate this as a campaign for you and the reason you don't want to dump it all at once is because you can be um, recognized as a spammer on um, Pinterest you know sort of vomiting all your <laughs> your content all up at the same time whereas if you drip feed it um, Pinterest wouldn't see a spammy um, you drip like one pin every every day or every other day um, to each board um, ensuring that it don't go over the threshold of 50 pins a day I know Pinterest said it don't really it doesn't really matter that the um, like how many pins you pin but one of the reasons why you only do 50 pins a day or 50 yeah, 50 pieces of content a day is because um, your followers would be able would only be able to um, see your pins at that rate if you go for 100 pins a day you have some pins that they will never be able to you know will never surface for them because you're just spinning too much content all right so um for example sometimes i would do my um manual pinning because obviously once you've pinning your content you want to pin other people's content just to make sure you don't appear spammy again um sometimes i will i will come across 10 or 20 different pins when i'm doing manual pinning every day that has that is about the same topic the pop, most popular one i would see all the time is email marketing in all different shapes and form how to get how to get your first 100 subscribers the best tool to, for email marketing it's all about email marketing email marketing email marketing um and what i can do is if i don't want them all in the one go is i can pin those pins to secret boards um pin one obviously live and then the others pin the secret boards and have those drip drip, drip fed to my relevant boards uh, on pinterest up next at number eight is pinterest images um i was watching a video recently i remember it was with one of the pinterest uh, product marketers and they were talking about um, the kind of images that um, really gets a lot of traffic on Pinterest. Can you guess what kind? Well, lifestyle and food images. Surprise, surprise. But if you're in a niche that has nothing to do with food or lifestyle, lifestyle pictures meaning I'm at the beach, I'm posing with my dress, I'm eating food, um, 
you know, just everyday life activities. And if that's not a that's that's not meaningful for you and your business, that's fine. Uh, what they've um, they've they've said you can do is you can put a, obviously an overlay over those images, and the yeah, image those those overlays should contain your Pinterest keywords. Um, I did hear another product manager at some point uh, mentioning that as well. So you, images must be original. So you know the way you get these images from, I don't know, free stock photo sites. I tend to stay away from the free ones. I would buy myself photos when it's only a dollar each. Um, but I would, since, you know, recognizing that, you know, Pinterest is a visual search engine and they would look at the images and you'd have everyone using the same image and all of these images will have overlays about different topics. Hence the reason why the Pinterest um, algorithm gets really confused as to what your pin is really about so try try using original images for every um every pin that you create try as much as possible i I do three a week at the moment it might increase probably three times that but for now i'm doing three a week so looking at three dollars a week actually it's more than that because the pin the price of um, images have gone up to two dollars for one so say it's six dollars a week. Um, I'm sure they might allow you to use it one year later, but stick to just using the same one. So my image represents, for example, last week I did productivity apps, and I have one image or three images that represent uh, productivity apps, which is fine. The fact is that I don't like as bloggers we are supposed to take our own um, pictures at home, our own photography at home, but I actually cannot squeeze any more into my schedule. I'm absolutely flat out. Um, especially when it comes to you know blogging creating content for myself I prefer spending more valuable time with my clients anyway we digress <laughs> let's take a look so um, like I said the picture algorithm isn't only is not able to read your image they can't see color well they probably can see color because they match your image with other corresponding colors but they would not be able to read your text and it will take them a week or two, maybe three weeks before they realize um, where, your, where your pin belongs. Ah, I just re- realized there's a tent, a tent tip that I should actually include in this podcast, but I'll leave it for number 10. Um, so it guesses where your pin belongs and where, based on where you pin it when you first upload it to Pinterest and then where... Um, other people who engage your pins, where they pin it to in, in terms of their, um, board, their Pinterest boards or you know wherever they pin it to, groups or whatever. Uh, and if you remember last week, my topic, as I said, was productivity apps. And um, I did a search this week to see where it's ranking. And I was pleasantly surprised to see it was ranking at number eight for that particular keyword which is nice um, after just one week. Actually, that's in a week, six days. Okay, one week today, <laughs> let's, let's compromise. So always try to keep original as images as possible. Don't use the one that everybody else is using from those uh, free stock photo sites. Pinterest pin SEO is number nine. And As you can imagine, we spoke about boards and 
you know stuff relating to boards and keyword research and all of that and number of followers and number of pins and all of that but the question I need to ask you if you current user of Pinterest is your pin optimized for traffic you might have done your keyword research and you might have you know created the boards and created a pin put another overlay but have you remembered all the other things that is related to your pin what about you know the anatomy of your entire pin have you spent time ensuring that the pin is fully optimized to give you a really good return on your investment so let's take a look at the anatomy of the pinterest pin um, there are six places um, that you need to optimize your pin um, based on your chosen keyword first up obviously is your title so the title of your pin is normally taken from um, the post which you posted on your blog um, and then you have your header so just below the the, the title you have this, this thing that's also pulled from um, your blog post uh, we can call it the, the header when you upload a pin you also ask enter description so it's kind of very similar to the header except you put in an extra description um, then there is the image file name so the image that you upload to Pinterest normally has a file name and this is one of the places where you you take your time and ensure that the file name uh, match well at least contains the keyword so for example if last week my uh, podcast was around productivity apps or my blog post was around productivity apps therefore my images should be yes you guessed it the actual name of the file should be productivity apps or something similar uh, part one part two part three whatever um, so once you've done that then you also then have your image overlay like i was mentioned before yes lifestyle images and food is popular but if you have if your blog is nothing to do with lifestyle images or um or food then you need to put an overlay on that pin um and then the overlay would have your keyword on that and then finally you have your hashtag so just below the description you also want to make sure you include hashtags so there's one more thing that I, I thought about and I've probably forgotten about it now. Yes, when you upload your Pinterest pin, um, your pin, your pin or your blog post pin to Pinterest, the first board you pin it to is the board that will dictate. Because, um, you know, remember as I was saying to you, boards have titles and descriptions and etc so when you upload the pin like i remember the very first time i started using pinterest i just uploaded to what we call the best of success and scrambled board um but at some point during the last few months i learned that you actually need to pin the very first board you pin that pin to dictates what the pin is about it sort of gives pinterest a signal this is what the pin is about and I know it can be really impossible. Like for me, for example, I don't have a board called productivity. I've put that all under time management because, you know, as far as I can see, it's time management. So Pinterest knows that my pin is relates to time management 
although it's a productivity tools, a productivity app, it's all related back to time management. And if you want, you can actually then have other boards. I just find I have so many boards. Um, anyway, I digress. Um, so yeah, that was tip number 10, which is not included in the show notes. So you're very lucky. Um, and then we have the recap. So what we look at today in terms of the Pinterest SEO tips were the Pinterest boards, keyword research, the actual keyword third-party tools apart from Pinterest that you can use, KW Finder and SEMrush, and number of pins on your board will dictate your rankings in Pinterest for your specific keywords, also number of followers. Ensure you can check your pin rankings, not only on the the first keyword that you've researched on but also any kind of related keywords because you could be ranking number one for a related keyword that's probably getting more traffic so check check your rankings against many different variations of that keywords or uh, long tail keywords next up we have secret boards so you won't do a big dump of you know content that's relevant but just too much spammy um, to the board you just use, put them to secret boards and then that will then repin you can repin them then to your main boards in a drip feed uh, manner next up we then have pinterest images which is super important make sure you don't reuse and reuse images have clear images that you use once um, for that particular keyword so that pinterest doesn't get confused as to what your pin is about include an overlay, overlay, overlay with the relevant uh, keyword. Um, remember the anatomy of a Pinterest pin in terms of SEO. So your title, your description, um, your headline, your uh, Pinterest, uh, sorry, your image uh, file name, um, you know, all the different bits and pieces, the hashtags, uh, etc. So do do remember that all of these things affect, affect your Pinterest SEO uh, on Pinterest itself. And obviously there's one more thing that I didn't include in the show notes, I totally forgot again, is your the first very first place you pin an image to should be the most relevant board for that pin so that Pinterest will know where or what that pin is all about. They can't see pictures well, sorry, they can see pictures in terms of colors, but they cannot see text. So they have to guess where your pin, which board your pin belongs to, or which board, which board your pin is relevant to. And eventually, based on the engagement on your pin, they'll know, okay, this is what their pin is all about. Time for announcements. <laughs> so remember to, um, well, before I get into the announcements itself, I really, really hope you found this um, these tips very useful um, do comment and let me know uh, what you think of it if I forgot anything um, and also let me know what value you found in the post what your keywords were you don't have really really keywords to the public but if you found 50 keywords or 100 keywords or you know talk to me let me know how you got on so announcements remember to subscribe to the podcast so you know you get notification when um, more success stories or um what's what i'm looking for more valuable content is available um and in case you missed it check out the 10 day starter blog challenge if you haven't started your blog yet um 
it covers everything from blogging for the blogging for beginners so you know how to become a blogger it also um, offers blog niche ideas with over 20 plus HD videos and if you need help getting your Pinterest profile set up or Pinterest account management remember to check out um, my Pinterest uh, virtual um, assistant packages all right like I said, I hope you found this very useful. Until next time, enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. Bye for now. <laughs>